So that's exactly my point about you lead and just be comfortable following and chatting as if we're in the room together. So welcome to It's Not All About the Numbers podcast, the leadership podcast that doesn't just focus on the bottom line. My name is Chris and that's Mike. Hello. And we're here to talk to leaders all over the world about change and transformation. And this is our intro session where we're going to explain a little bit about why we're doing this, why we're doing it as a podcast, uh, more about me and Mike and how we met and how we settled on this. Um, it's not all about the numbers name. So, um, Mike, how's your week, first of all? It's been good. It's been busy. Um, I was chatting to my son earlier on in the week about context switching and how I've got a number of projects going on at the moment where I'm flipping between different things. Um, He did point out to me that he goes to school and that happens five times a day when he's moving between lessons. But I feel like it's been a busy week for me. How about you? Context switching. That sounds technical. Yeah, it's, I've been good, actually. I've had a really good week. Um, it kicked off with a, a lovely concert where we went to see a uh, a band that were pretending to be George Michael and his entourage. So um, it was, yeah, it was brilliant. It's been fun. And uh, obviously straight back into work <clears throat> with Gen C and Gen CFO and everything else. But um, so thinking a little bit more about this podcast before everyone tunes out, um, why... Why are we doing this? You know, my interest in this is that we have a need within, I think, the CFO profession, the accounting and finance profession to get a lot closer to the big trends, the changes that are happening in our industry, um, whether it's technology, whether it's automation, AI, whether it's the impact on talent, um, whether it's the demand from the business. There are so many aspects now to the CFO and the accounting and finance role um, that I want to dig deeper into that. And um, it's it's not all about the numbers anymore. I think people are seeing that that might have got you the job in the past and a seat at the table. Um, I think now it just gets you the job and it's these other things that get you a seat at the table. But um, how about you? You know, what? why are you doing this? Why on earth are you talking to me? What, what, <laughs> so, so I suppose the, the, the short answer, which is you asked me to do it and it sounded like a good idea. But the, the, the sort of expansion on that is, so I'm not an accountant. I don't work in accountancy, but I have worked with finance people for years and years. Um, and I think that in what you just described there, there's a translation question. So there's an important um, need for finance people to work with people that don't understand finance. Um, And that's what I really enjoy about working with you and Gen CFO is having that opportunity to try and understand what you're saying, understand what I know from working in other bits of industry and bring those two things together to sort of help performance and help that transformation journey. I love it. I love it. And, you know, there is, there's such a need for it, right? This sort of outside perspective. I think we all read the leadership books around diverse teams and, you know, trying to get out of our echo chambers and, um, you know, how high performance depends on external factors rather than just focusing on, you know, what's in front of you. And I think it's, it's great. And it's great to sort of have these conversations. And I love your opener, you know, at, at all of our meetups. 
I'm not an accountant, <laughs> you know, and I, and I don't think anybody wants to be just that. Certainly not in the Gen ZFO space and the business finance space. But it's it's interesting. So it reminds me a little bit of that that you know that f- that first day that you go into work or that first day when you go to university or the first day where you go somewhere and you're kind of you're defined by your A levels or you're defined by your qualifications or defined by something. And and I think that it's almost I think, I think in the future, we're going to be defined by our experiences rather than the qualifications that we've got. And that's the way that we're going to be successful. And, and look, this could be quite a cerebral, you know, conversation, right? But what, why are we doing it as a podcast and sort of what, what format are we trying to work on? You know, I think that we have a lot of behind closed doors conversations, but one thing that's, you know, become really obvious to me is that this is a almost like an identity shift for a lot of people in work. Um, you know, we talk about the future of workers as much as the future of finance. And I think the more people that talk to and have these conversations with, the better. And, you know, we're going to include co-hosts on this show, you know, from the accounting and finance world, but also outside, you know, as Mike said, it's so important. We're going to keep it topical and we're going to keep it, you know, a balance between, you know, news and things that are happening today and, and tomorrow, but also um sort of deep dive on some of the more technical subjects so hopefully you know mix it up so it's it's a good listen what do you think no that's that sounds great and and i think for me for me one of the things that i always always find is that i draw different things from different um stories so i don't necessarily uh learn in a kind of linear way so i'm hoping that by sharing kind of that that systematic systems approach to things is, is a, a useful way of kind of spotting stuff across different silos and sharing those. Um, I, I just, I just sort of thought there that I've got a background of working in the open with open data and sharing. And I think by sharing your thinking, you get a much better output and you, people can understand where you're coming from. And I, I'm, I'm hoping by demonstrating that through this podcast, we, we can, uh, help people do that the, the same sounds great and you mentioned the word story there and you know that leads me nicely on to to our story right which is why i'm doing this where i've come from you know why you're doing this and, and maybe a little bit about how we met so just to sort of tee tee, tee this up and, and a brief intro to to me right so i i started out in finance if i'm being really honest i didn't like it that much <laughs> Um, it was a very manual kind of role. Um, I did work up to divisional CFO in medium sized companies, but I still didn't like it that, that much. To be honest with you, it, it felt like I was a back office player. I was an overhead. It felt like the value in that team wasn't really, um, appreciated. And if I'm being really harsh on ourselves, you know, I don't, there was an awful lot of value in what we did, um, compared to the opportunity that is there now. Um, but I certainly didn't like it because of one moment in my career, which is when I found out that the group CFO was defrauding the company, which kind of hit me hard. I had to clear up all the shit related to it. And, you know, by focusing on that for a year and the impact of that, um, it kind of planted a seed in me that I just needed to be part of the solution rather than the problem. So, I voted with my feet. I left the company and started doing finance transformation work, which I thought, oh, this is going to fix everything, right? It's going to, you know, are we going to have budgets to put in new technology, new 
new processes, you know, change people's roles and everything's going to be wonderful. And I did love that, that new direction, you know, working with new technology and all the rest of it. But the problem was, you know, finance and IT getting together to try and change businesses, mm, you know, it doesn't really work. Um, you know, we are the least popular people at the party. So we had to go a long way um, to persuade people. But fortunately, the whole world's changed, right? The technology's changed. Technology's got cheaper. The strategic partnering roles coming into the finance function. We're being asked to do more and more and more, whether it's, you know, ESG or, you know, business development. And, you know, life is is great in in terms of you know the career of accounting and finance and business cfos the issue that i have and the reason why i'm having this conversation is that failure is on the rise when it comes to you know transformation and change and and the cfo's got this mandate to to make change but unfortunately there's a huge amount of failure and i put this down to sort of lack of awareness and understanding of change and transformation and lack of a vision you know for digital finance function as i call it you know lack of positive action um so i was sort of living this world and then i bumped into you can, can i just ask a couple of questions on that because I, I don't really know that story in in depth and i'm sure there's certain things about that story that you can't share but mm-hmm. i'm just really wondering about the the, the, the fraud story and it, it feels like experiencing that caused quite a profound change in how you were approaching your career I just wonder how did that make you feel when that that situation occurred what what kind of was the, the triggers in there that caused you to change your mindset well it was <clears throat> it was close to a full year of doing three jobs you know I was I was I was doing my own job um I was also then covering for an absent CFO who decided to leave the company and I was also trying to do all the forensics and build the case, um, which was a huge task um, because it was a fraud over four years. And you'll have to meet me in person for me to tell you how they did it because I don't know if it's appropriate. Of course. But, but, um, but no, you know, when you've been through that amount of pain um, in in a role that's been caused, frankly, by poor process and zero technology, and um you know you've suffered the consequences of it and the company almost went bust as well you know it was running a loss for quite a while until we discovered the fraud and then all of a sudden it looked like it was recovering again so you go through that journey and you know you can't help but reflect on it as a bit of a life moment and I was no longer you know on reflection I didn't realize this at the time but I was no longer happy being you know a, a sort of passive back office leader mm-hmm. um i needed to get out there and, and make change and i and i went into finance transformation for that reason um but i think it actually planted a very deep seed which is the whole reason behind what i do now with gen cfo that, that that's that's really interesting you said something in there which really resonated which was that the, the it's all you implied that the fraud was possible because you didn't have like technological gateways in there and there weren't the right systems and processes in yeah, place absolutely it was and exactly I think that, that that for me kind of really shows why you're such an advocate a passionate advocate for that kind of transformation now i, I can i can really see that um which i suppose leads me on to me giving a bit of a spiel about me right um i would love to hear more about you 
<clears throat> so so I, I wrote down I wrote down some notes, which is very unlike me. But the first line of my <laughs> notes is I was almost a geography teacher. Um, which no, I, I can see that. I can yeah. actually see that. Can you? Uh, so, I, so, I, so I went to university. Um, I was the <clears> first <throat> generation of my family to go to university. Um, and get into university was the outcome, right? Um, and so I finished it with a degree in oceanography and no clue. Absolutely no clue. Never experienced and came across the professions. Didn't really know anybody that did anything other than my dad was a policeman. My mom was an uh, accountant assistant. Um, so there's a finance link there. Um, but I was, I was sitting, I, I, went, I, went, I went, I went off after university and before starting on my geography teacher course, I, I decided actually I wanted to do something that had an impact on the environment. I wanted to be positive in the environment. So I went and joined the environment agency after applying about a zillion times, um, which gave me a job walking around landfill sites in South Essex, um, which um, I realized quite quickly that I wasn't going to make much difference to the environment when I'm a, a, a lowly paid pleb in effect going into scrap yards telling them what to do and they're basically got dogs behind the counter and they're uh, uh, <laughs> wanting me to bugger off yeah so from that I kind of got into the data side of the environment agency and realized quite quickly I could be a translator between the people collecting data within the business to make policy decisions and potential users of data outside of the organization to make environmental gains and the lawyers that sat in the middle to allow those things to happen um, I then realized that I had no backing for having those kind of conversations. So I went and got a master's degree in intellectual property law, which is, uh, was a, was a fascinating couple of years. Um, and through doing those things, I ended up running a five million pound business within the environment agency, licensing and selling data to conveyances. Um, so when you did a property search, you would see data that was being licensed by me and my team appearing in those property search results. And then I had to switch it off, which is the ultimate transformation. So I switched it from this five million pound profit making business into a zero sum open data, give give the data away for free for anyone to do what they want with. So oh, and going see. and go going through that transformation, I realized that all of the skills and experience that I had in talking to data collectors, data users, and the lawyers was transferable into negotiations around business processes, understanding business processes, technology, and how that can impact. Um, always an element of translation in what I've done. Um, so you, you have been flogging people's data. I didn't realize that. I don't know whether I should be working with you, especially I hope it's legal if you're an IP lawyer as well. Reform, I'm a, a reformed data exploiter is probably a way of, a way of. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's nothing wrong with exploiting data, but as long as it's, as long as it's legal. That, all, all I didn't, legal. I didn't know all that about you either, actually. Uh, genuinely, I, I didn't no. know all that about you. And I, you know, I've obviously worked with, with you for a while from a professional point of view. And then afterwards, you know, you have a chat, but I, I didn't realize that you had been on that journey and. Especially, you know, closing the the department that you've created. I think that's um, that's actually something that a lot of CFOs could resonate with, right? There's a lot of people who have to close organisations, and it, there's, you know, I remember my my dad, God rest his soul, he said to me, you know, be an accountant, some because you know you're you're needed and you're the last one to leave because <laughs> you have to basically pay everything off and close the books. I didn't realise that, and I, I love you know, the way that you switched around and um, not to blow your trumpet too much on this, but 
you know, you're a great facilitator and a great translator of the kind of technical into non-technical. That brings us on to why we're doing this together, right? And and yeah. and how we met. So we were introduced by a mutual friend. We got on really well. We started chatting. I, I very quickly started referring to you as my, you know, transformational soulmate because you were that translator and you were someone who could sort of talk the the technical and the non-technical and find those sort of positive outcomes. And, you know, I was talking from a functional point of view in terms of, you know, the CFO and the CFO organization and accounting and finance. And those worlds kind of collided for me um, really nicely. And I think we, we talked and we met and we schemed and we tested and learned a bit with our digital lab. Unfortunately, uh, I was more sick than, than, uh, you know, adding to that lab on that day, but all, all adds to the history. And then, you know, as I started to formally create Gen CFO, you know, you were always there helping me along the way, you know, with the sort of joint projects that we were running in terms of sort of training and and now the mastermind, which I think is, is a real asset um, in terms of what we do. And, and now a podcast. You know, what, what, what did you see when we were going on that journey together and, you know, bringing it right up today? Why, why this podcast? So, so my reflection on that first conversation that we had, um, in deepest, darkest Dorset, um, was, and the thing that resonates was that the, the concept of pre-consultancy, right? So I, I remember I mentioned the thought that I'd had that effectively most transformations and actually most technological implementations in organizations fail because the person that's buying doesn't really understand what they're buying or what they need to buy they get sold to so my my view is and it's still my view is that organizations people would do much better to spend a little bit of money on pre-consultancy getting some experts in to help them understand the questions that they're asking and knowing the answers before they then spend the big bucks on the thing. And I think that resonated with you. And certainly what I've seen from working with you and seeing the journey that Gen CFO have, have gone on and the conversations that happen at the meets and all of the different um, events that you run, it's in that space. It's about helping people be much better at commissioning the things that they need within transformation rather than trying to, you know, sell a, a, a company x's product it's much more about how do you know that you're buying the right product from company x and that that i think was the kernel of of what we've been doing both with the the work that i've done uh, with you at, uh, at the lab and that was fun yes you were ill <laughs> and, you. And, and even you being ill was was amusing <laughs> cheers um but but also leading into the the masterminds that we've been running over the last few months and and the the, the training that, that we're developing going forwards it's very much about that that bit of helping people know what it is they're doing in a nice straightforward way so they can commission better and ask better questions when they're spending the big bucks. Yeah, so, you know, absolutely. I think that is the the kernel, as you say, of, of what sort of kicked this all off. And, you know, that's really the title, you know, of the podcast, right? It's not all about the numbers because I recognised what you were saying because most CFOs have been given this mandate to transform their their teams and possibly their businesses, but they they weren't traditionally trained in that area. They may have done some systems implementation. They may be a 
a great leader they may not um but they you know they certainly haven't had formal training in this area and there seemed to be a bit of a disconnect that i saw in in my role as a sort of transformation consultant i was always the entrepreneur i don't do consulting anymore so you know I, this isn't a sales pitch but i i I was I was like the entrepreneur and I was the, the change manager within the organization. And I saw so many blockers, um, so much lack of awareness and so much lack of understanding and, and you know, frankly, quite a lot of fear as to what this would bring um, that, uh, you know, I just felt that we need to, you know, you call it pre-consulting. Um, and I think that's actually manifesting in upskilling teams to be this kind of pre-consultant now before yeah. you get the consultants in. And, and it's normally the conversation is music to CFO's ears, right? Because it's like, are you going to go and spend money on an expensive consultant or try to upskill your team in future skills that are going to help you retain people and transform and then invest knowing that you're not wasting your money? So there's there's a, there's a lot of synergy there, which is um, which is why we're doing this, right? Absolutely. And the the final thought that just went through my head then, as you were talking around around why a podcast and why now is, as a community, we probably know most of the answers. We certainly know what the good questions are because somebody in the community will have asked them. And actually, this podcast and working in that more open way means that you can share that. And, and people can learn from that in a kind of gentle way rather than being preached at. And, and that's, I, I think that's the, the essence of Gen CFO, right? It's, it's that kind of bringing people together to co-learn, co-create and understand. And, and this is just a, a logical extension for me. And I, I, you know, I'm really excited to be part of it, to be honest. As, as I am too. So this is just a bit of an introduction and hopefully you've got a sort of sense of it. You know, it's, it's the, the podcasts are going to be much more structured and we'll have guests and co-hosts and, um, topical conversations, but we just wanted to do this intro to sort of explain, you know, why we're doing this. And hopefully, you know, whether you're a CFO aiming to, to sort of future proof your team and your strategies are just curious about, you know, what's happening in the accounting and finance space. Then I hope you're in for a treat with uh, me on on the, the accounting and finance side, and uh, Mike on the, the I'm not an accountant side. <laughs> you know, probably bringing a lot of clarity to these conversations. Please tune in um, to episode one, which will be coming up uh, next week. So thanks again, thank you, Mike, and see you all next week. Thanks, everyone. <laughs>